0: Hello. You are are listening listening to to The Carol Connection
1: with your your host, Jared Carroll. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Carol Connection. I'm your host, Jared Carroll, here to bring you guys another great episode. I did want to take a chance to shout out my last episode, episode 141, with Adam Barraby. He came on the podcast. And we talked a little bit about his upbringing, talking about what it was like being adopted from Guatemala, talking about that entire experience, and then he talked a lot. Our back end of that conversation was his experience using ayahuasca, which was yeah, it was really dope, really oh. dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I was really interested to hear his whole like experience regarding that. He went down to Cancun, talked about the ritual, did this whole thing for his birthday. Pretty cool stuff.
0: Did you go to? So did he? How did he find the shaman? Like, did he explain? He knew. He after? found
1: it through um, uh, his girlfriend's brother, which did the, did the whole, did the whole experience beforehand. Um, enjoyed the experience, recommended it to him, did it for his birthday. Wow. Great stuff. But if you guys want to check out that episode, you can check it out. at The Carol connection. Simplecast.com. Also Apple podcast, Spotify, all the major listening platforms. So if you have to watch the podcast, you can check it out on YouTube, search the Carol connection or at Jared. m Carroll. pop up right for you. And if you want to be a guest or return as a guest, hit me up on Instagram at Jared. M. Carol or at the Carol connection and we'll set it right up for you guys. Um, for today's episode, episode 142, bringing back one of my personal favorites,
0: Eli, host of the Spawncast podcast. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. It guy. feels great to fucking be back on. And
1: dude. you haven't been on since episode 122 back in November with Wally. Uh, shout out to Ever-Changing Vibe. Yeah, I am um, wearing the shirt. You were in the shirt. You were just on the podcast uh, last night. So yeah, people, by the, who, by the time that this comes out, It will, his, your episode probably like a week or two behind using on that. I think he's usually like a delayed release. That's kind of what he usually does. So tons of content coming with Eli. So uh, be prepared for that, but glad to have you back, man. It's been like since uh, I think it was episode 55 that we mentioned off air. Uh, The last time that first time you came on the podcast and I forget if that, I think it was 2020. Yeah. 2021. Cause I started that would have yeah I think it would have been 2021. Um, when the episode happened originally and we're talking about how you didn't have the podcast that point yet and like you were kind of just getting into the content space like doing your art and stuff so like we were really talking about that a lot and then on um, episode 122 we talked a lot about just podcasting you moved to Virginia you're back right now visiting so I was just glad to get you on the podcast and just be able to interview you just like kind of like away from everyone just me and you having a conversation again man it's just it's always great vibes and it's always nice to talk to someone who does content and does a style similar to mine mm-hmm. in the sense of just interviewing people and like talking to people. I think it's like super genuine, super authentic and it's honest. Like when I watch your content, you're like, you're asking questions cause you legitimately want to know and you want to put people's business businesses on. So like, I think that's really dope and like being able to do it in a space different than where you're originally from all the power to you. Cause that takes a lot of balls to kind of like put yourself out there, meet new people, create new relationships. Like, it's incredible stuff, man. You should be really proud about the content that you've been making and like taking those steps like forward to to progress yourself. It's a lot there.
0: No, thank you, man. I appreciate. it. I wanted to send flowers quick to YouTube, you know, because even you know, going back to episode fifty five and how much you know this podcast has grown. It's it's phenomenal, man. Seriously, and you know, like I said, the first day I met you, man, you're going to be the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> seriously, just keep do, doing you. And and I was going to say it's a random thing because I know you said YouTube. Are you on, on Rumble by any chance?
1: No, I haven't. I've been seeing that you're on Rumble and you, stuff. That's something I've like. I thought of, like, literally when I saw you start doing it, I was like, damn, I should get Because I have Rumble. I mm-hmm. use Rumble. I'm like, oh,
0: really? Do you use it more than YouTube? Or is it no, just kind of just, just yeah, a it's, habit it's, just it's for when you do? When play. I
1: do need for... Okay. Certain creators that I am not gonna
0: say. Andrew Tate. <laughs> that would be yo. If you get Andrew Tate on this fucking podcast, that would be sick. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, <laughs>
1: no.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't he wouldn't do that. Um you never know. Probably not. <laughs> he hey, top G's seek to other top G's. All right. And we're the top GGs. GG.
1: Well, it's like <laughs> him, uh, Steve will do it. I saw Kai C is um from Switch, Twitch is going to Rumble. Yeah. Um, uh, I show speed going to Rumble. Um I know Aiden Ross went to kick like just like it's like another uh, basically another Twitch, but it's like Rumble, but it's more centered towards like streamers and stuff like Rumble is obviously the competitor for YouTube. kick is supposed to be the competitor to Twitch. Wait, K.I.K.? I think it's K I K.
0: Okay, I yeah. reminds me of that little chat thing back when I was like in middle school, high school. Oh, like, was, it? was it?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah K- I think it was kick. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but there's, I think there's might actually be like K I C K, like actually
0: kick. Oh, like take a kick out. Yeah, of yeah, app. yeah.
1: <laughs> but what, was' it called? Kick? Like the K I K?
0: That's why I'm remembering. But my stone Dad's probably. Man, like, I, <laughs> I, I was like, God damn it! I need to calm down on this <laughs> cannabis real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it's like, oh, what the fuck? That app was so weird. Might be a vine. I downloaded it for like once, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not using this shit." It just gave, yeah. it was very sketchy vibes. It yo, gives very like um like Tumblr
0: esque like, but like with pedophiles. <laughs> yo, oh my god, yo, literally, because you would get these random messages from like like almost like Nigerian princes, but like with like Asians. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so honey. Like, why do you see? And it's was like, wait, what the fuck? Hey, it's hey, it's like, the
1: bro, it's delete, like,
0: block. Uh, get, it was get like the fuck almost like here. the
1: early like way for people to like send messages like you know what I'm saying I'm yeah, not going to yeah. say it overtly but like send mes- messages like that like before Snapchat was like really like prominent for doing that oh yo. yeah yeah
0: what if it was like the pre OnlyFans yeah
1: they could have been onto something it's like Blockbuster uh, with like the whole Netflix thing it was way ahead of its time yeah, and, like, blocking,
0: I think there's still one standing in Alaska I yeah know. I think
1: there's I don't know if it's Alaska I know there's like one like building left it's like the original building or whatever
0: oh, it is or something oh, it's like that. OG? I'm
1: pretty sure if, like the original like location they may have done like updates or something but, like i think there's like one left That's basically my list.
0: but <laughs> just to go there rent a game and never give it back <laughs> just to, <laughs>
1: yeah. oh they would hunt you down
0: <laughs> yeah they already they have like their all their finances now is to hunt people down who never return their goddamn movies they get kicked down their door like you <laughs> haven't returned fucking sonic riders since fucking 2012 sonic rider <laughs>
1: you, <remember, laughs> you ever play that game dude sonic games are so fire there's one um that i had for gamecube and i forget the little fucking like Little creatures that you could like raise in the eggs and stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, oh. did I just
1: unlock a memory for you? <laughs> yes, you fucking
0: that's a deep ass memory. You had the blue one with yellow tips on the end of yep. the black and they one could have with halos like and
1: stuff too. Like, they could be good ones and bad ones. Like, yes, yeah,
0: bro, that was I think Sonic Adventures. It might, I, I have it up my Heroes. brother still has it upstairs, really like, yeah. on the GameCube. Or yeah, was? well, he
1: has it on the Wii, but like the GameCube He's, disc. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh,
0: see, that's so smart too. Honestly, if you still have a Wii out there, dude. you're Smart ass motherfucker. Because I saw my game luckily, but like you know, I feel like the Wii is just, you know, you have the best of both worlds. You know, play bro. the Wii bowling.
1: Dude, the Wii was so ahead of its time, bro. Like Jeez. I remember like that like Christmas when it was like the hot thing. And like, dude, if you didn't have a Wii, you were just behind. Yeah. Like people doing the Wii bowling, the boxing, like oh, the baseball, God. the tennis. Like yes. bro, that shit was crazy. It's it's so sad to see the the rapid decline of Nintendo after that. It's come back with the Switch. The Switch had a really big comeback, especially because of COVID. Mm -hmm. It was a huge boost in sales for them. Mm -hmm. But, man, they really dropped the ball off to the Wii shit. Like, just like... Because they they went so interactive versus, like, gaming. They kind of left true gamers behind and went more into, like the whole it's the Wii the joystick This yeah. is what you use and then they obviously eventually created the controller after people like wanted it so much mm-hmm. so they could play the fucking game the way they wanted to play it exactly but it's like the whole like interactive sense of that video game and that system was so crazy it was so like, rev- like revolutionized like the way that like, games were played because then I remember like it was uh was it Connect for Xbox but they had the like the was it called Connect? Yeah, no, you're I right. What it yeah. was, and yeah, then the Connect. and then wow, PlayStation. I, I forgot about
0: that. You're bringing back fucking bro. Like, it, it's not even that long, long ago either. The Connect, like, and then the PlayStation made ago?
1: their version. I forget what PlayStation's was called. PSP, PS, no, I'm
0: thinking the, the PSP, PSP. Well,
1: that was ahead of its time. Like they, God, they really fumbled the bag with that one. Mm-hmm. Like
0: I think they're actually bringing it. um I think they're remaking a new version of the PSP. That would be fine. That's what I've heard, but don't don't, don't call, call me. me <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not. The I think I've heard that
1: too, though. To be fair, like I think I've like heard them talk about like trying to make a newer version of it. Basically,
0: I think it's because a lot of people now are starting to. You know, get out there more and travel, you know, because of you know lockdowns and stuff like. After all the lockdowns, people. Yeah, started tra- and I, I think portability is just convenient now. You know, it's just the convenience oh, of having it. Like that's honestly why I bought the Switch. Like, luckily before they fucking like with COVID they sold the fuck out. It was hard to find. Luckily, I bought one before that shit. Yeah, but.
1: dude, I remember like just like trying to like so I got kind of like the itch to buy one. Yeah. On. Like, look, it was like. Couldn't find one. And then, if you looked at after sellers, crazy resale value. Like, it was through the roof. It was like, I'm not paying that much for it. It's like, well, whatever. Just not going to buy a system then. But it's like, if I've heard rumors they make a new Mario Sluggers, I would definitely buy one. (sighs) Bro, this is the flashback episode. (laughs)
0: Yes, dude. This is really, dude. I've been like, it's funny because I literally was playing Mario Baseball before I came down here on my GameCube. Really? Yes. All superstars? Yeah. The
1: original one. Yep like fire that's one of the best mario like sports games ever created like the soccer ones like were good Mm -hmm. but like and obviously like mario kart is like amazing but like mario super sluggers bro and like amazing like i was like i loved that fucking shit like is i'm surprised they never they they made a basketball one but they never went football i was surprised they never did that they never really tried to oh you're right yeah and i saw somewhere on tiktok um like Yoshi kicking field goal, so like I don't know if they were trying to make something yeah. or like how they were working it, but like it was Mario wearing a helmet and stuff, and I was like, "This could yes. be fire! This mm. could be fire!"
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. That's, that's actually pretty astonishing now that you really say it. That they you know they hit every sport except football, and especially now like even on the Wii, that would have been sick. Imagine with the Joy-Con fucking throwing it to DK on that fucking end field. Yeah, motherfucker.
1: Like if, if they just like could have like created um, like VR sooner mm. with the Wii, that would have been like. Top tier. Because, like, the way things are going with, like, the Oculus and stuff, it's pretty close to, like, how the Wii was with the joystick and shit. Like, Mm. it's a lot of the similar movements, but obviously you just have a headset on. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like. We kind of fumbled the bag a little bit with that, but I mean, they probably, they definitely made a bag off the Wii's when they first came out. That was, that was like the craziest thing.
0: But they were swimming yeah. in that fucking dough. God damn,
1: dude! Mario Baseball though, that was like cracked me, dude. That show was so fucking good.
0: You literally had rivalries with your goddamn family members. You're like, fuck you, I'm gonna fucking win. Shouts all my cousins who play with me, dude. Every time we play, it just gets fucking intense, bro. It's because this is one of those games, man. It's just very competitive, and even though it'd be glitchy as fuck, like some bullshit happens where your guy someone catches the ball from like five feet away. Oh God. Damn. That's so you're just like what the? Fuck? <laughs> you're like, just like about to throw the gun, out. or it <laughs> looks like
1: it's gonna be a home run, and they scale the wall like. Super, it's like, dude, what the? Like, come on now. the <laughs> like like, toad, the
0: fucking midget, <laughs> just fucking jumps like fifty feet. You're like, what? What the heck is this? <laughs>
1: did you end up seeing the the new Mario movie?
0: Nah, have you? Yes, I did. Is it good? Actually? I did like
1: it. I did like it actually. It was um. I li- I'm not gonna ruin it for you because like yeah. I figured you probably eventually will see it yeah, at some I'm point. Like but um. I like, they based it off of kind of the original storyline, like the original show back in the day, which I liked. It made it like... Oh, you actually
0: watched the show back then? I didn't, I I didn't
1: but I'm like, okay. that's what like I was reading was like, okay. the story of it makes a lot more sense of like how Mario and Luigi end up in that that world, basically. So okay. I won't dive into too much of like revealing, but like, they do a good job of making it like, it's obviously an animated movie, yeah. but like, I like what they did to make it like kind of not say realistic, but like more believable in the story of like how they end up there and instead of just like them being there. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's like obviously it's Mario and Luigi, they're plumbers. That's yeah. the whole point. And then it's like, you'll see. Like,
0: when it, they actually deep, good, like a good roots into the origin of yeah, story. Like, okay.
1: like it starts off like, Good, like so, like, you can understand how they get there. and I really enjoyed the movie. Like it was no, good. No, I'm happy to hear movie. that
0: because I thought it was just one of those cash grabs. You know what I mean? Like all the milk, all the fucking nostalgia kind of shit. Because I'm like thinking too. I'm like, dude, how long? Like, because Mario's a great. You know what I mean, great. You know, like I said, great games, great stuff like that. But how long is it gonna last? You know what I mean? Because like now you have Pokemon where they don't have Ash anymore. You know, like is that them trying to like just attract like a newer audience now because it's like the nostalgia, you know, all the nostalgia's kind of like over now. Like is, what hey, they you know, should do yeah. is
1: remake the movies. And, like, do, like, the original Pokemon, but go with this new, like, animated, like, CGI stuff with the Pokemon. I think that would look so fucking dope. And, like, maybe... I don't know if you want to do real people. I would probably say no to that. And, like, do, like, the whole, like, fully animated, but, like, make the Pokemon look cooler, almost. Because I think with the CGI stuff, you can make that shit look really fucking dope. So, I would... Hope that they would do that because like you said without ash like the show is just kind of like it's not the whole thing yeah. is not the same and like the fact is like thousands of pokemon like it just kind of takes the steam out of the whole original stuff so mm-hmm. it's like i'm so disconnected from it where it's like it's just not the same like it's yeah. not the nostalgia is there but it's like the new stuff like when i see my brother playing like all the po- the new pokemon games yeah. I'm like it just doesn't do it for me i'm like it looks cool i'm like it's Just not the same, like I just like I remember playing like on the Game Boy, all the fucking like red, yep. and like dude, the, like the yellow, just playing the different versions. And like each year, they're adding new versions. Like yep. I say the first three generations of Pokemon that was lit, and then after that, kind of just like
0: stopped really caring. Honestly, my first Pokemon game, I think, was either because I actually didn't play the Game Boy originally. I played, uh, I'm thinking it's either the GameCube one, the Pokemon Shadow XD. I don't know if you played that one. It was, on the, it was a GameCube exclusive, or Pokemon Coliseum. I don't know Coliseum, did. I played Coliseum. Yeah, okay, yeah, I played the, I played the second brother, one. Basically. He still plays it to this day. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude, I have both fucking copies, Do fuck, yeah. You know think... who my
1: brother was playing the other day that brought back, unlocked crazy memories from the GameCube was Bomberman Generation. I don't know if you ever played Bomberman.
0: Bomberman, damn, that sounds mad familiar, fuck. Is that with the one with the worm? Like the little ass, like, toe-looking worm?
1: It's, looking um... I have to show you, I, I don't want to mess up yeah, my no, recording. No, no worries. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, We can um, search it after. I was hoping that would unlock some, some stuff because we were hitting every point, but it's, it's, um, the main original barman guys, like he's in like kind of like a white, like, like space, it looks like a spacesuit almost, but it's not like kind of like stick figure almost, okay. but like head kind of shaped like a bomb, like a little circle, like on the top. Ugh.
0: Damn, it does sound fucking familiar. I man. feel like if I
1: showed you it, like you would actually like know what the fuck I'm talking yeah, about.
0: But it, it sounds no, It sounds familiar. ed it, it watch. It's gonna be in the middle of the podcast. One. Talking,
1: talking <laughs> we'll this. we'll we'll bring back. Um, right. I wanna I wanna switch yeah. switch a little gears. But, yeah. I mean, we just went on like a 15 minute minute rant about video games, Mario, Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. like. Nostalgia. But switching back to um, kind of the reason you're here. Yeah, yeah. Um, how have things been, or how have things been? Um, I should say. In Virginia, what's it been like with the podcast? How are things going for you? Like, what's the expectations with the podcast? Kind of like catch everybody up, man. This has been a lot.
0: I know it has been a while. And again, like I said, seeing both of us, how much we've grown since I've, well, not this recent, but the first time I've been here, it's, it's pretty phenomenal because yeah, I started the spot because I think I yeah, I was I was starting Grand Rising the podcast first, which was just solo episodes of me. Just honestly, it was kind of like a journal, kind of just you know talk about whatever topics of just spontaneousness. And I was like, ah, fuck it, yo, I found this interesting. So I did that for you know I was doing that at the time, and then when I, in the conversation, y'all you know, we had was like, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should move to Virginia, and you're like, you should, and, you know, you gave me the advice, just do it, and you know, obviously, I did it, and I'm glad I did it. I'm very happy I did it, and for anyone out there too as well, like if you have something to. You're thinking about for too much too long. Just do it. You know, obviously, it's something that it's again. But I you know the tattoo idea you were talking about earlier. It, it's like logical, emotional, because like of course, like it is like the emotions of like you want to follow your passions, but also being logical at the same time. And sometimes you just gotta take that risk and follow your heart and go for those dreams. You know, and that and you know, I made so many connections. Uh, so you know, ironically, you know, Carol connection. You know, but um, you know, I've had local entrepreneurs on people I've you know, help in their journey as well when it comes to like content. Cause I've had actually, uh, seven, five, seven, uh, seven, five sessions podcast shout out to y'all. Um, you know, they were just starting to do podcasts and they're like, Oh, like, you know, it'd be cool to have you on. And that was cool to like sit down with them and like tell them like, you know, the roadcast, cause they didn't have one. They had like a small little like recorder. i was like, Oh, like, you know what I mean? Try this. You know, if you're really dedicated, like give them ideas and like be more of help, like, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, like to people in this content, you know, world and like, Seeing how great it is and how many more people out there than I thought there was, you know, it's it it, it humbles you too as well to like know like you aren't alone in this journey.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like having someone to kind of bounce ideas, and that's why I always like shout out to like Wally, shout out to Gio, shout out to yourself, like people that are in the space that understand what it's like making content, especially podcasts, because like not so many people do podcasts like within like our kind of circle almost. So when you meet people that are kind of doing similar things to kind of share ideas, to brainstorm, mm-hmm. like what's working for you, like what's working for you. And like seeing like how things are like having geo in and kind of like looking at my camera, seeing different like aspects of it, like telling me, Oh, you, this has this feature, this has that feature, stuff that I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And like even getting my roadcaster, that was huge. Like shout out to like Wally. Cause like I got to collab with him a little bit and he had a roadcaster first and I was like, it's just dope. Mm-hmm. And then like I brought my camera with it to like uh, our collab and we were able to connect it and like see it all work out together. And I was like, this shit's really dope. And it made me invest more into my podcast. So like, I I, I really agree with what you're saying about like having someone to kind of bounce ideas off of and like relate to people and help people. And like, it's all about that collaboration aspect and like creating those connections, like you said, are so important in, in content and being able to do that and continually do that is great. And like, I like the style that you do and maybe I'm a little biased cause I do the similar style of interviewing people. It's like, but your, like
0: yours is fucking trashy. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is a roast podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> roasting back.
1: But it's like being like having that chance to yeah. like, to, I know kind of what you're going through in the, like the process, like thinking of the questions, not trying to step on the toes of the guests, but trying to get them comfortable to talk and like asking the right questions. Like what's like kind of like the thought process and kind of like the learning curve that you had to go through with like being able to interview someone because obviously every person you interview is going to have a different way that they communicate and a different level of comfort comfortability that they have with people so how has that journey been for you learning how to like balance that
0: dude it's it's very eye opening for myself honestly like as because then it amplifies your skills to, like, it almost, you know, when we talk about, you know, just like flex your muscles, making sure you keep it consistent, like making sure you're working out that muscle and being a, you know, a public speaker or communicator is, you know, that takes a lot of muscle, and especially nowadays where people don't have that social skills as well anymore. They're not as strong, you know, due to disconnect of not being outside or just like being in social gatherings as much. But you know, hopefully now people are trying to go out there, but, you know, it's starting to become a more, more rare trait. And I've noticed it, like through guests like actually i don't know about i don't know if this is like something you do actually this is actually a question i want to ask you on reverse it real quick so because i had some you know there's people that are hitting me up now that want to come to the podcast like do you like do you because there's people i had someone that come, came on they were very like on the text we were very interactive back and forth he seemed like a like very talkative individual oh okay he seems like you know be perfect for this and then as soon as they like got on the podcast everything started rolling it was just like, silent, like, quiet, almost, like, and that's, again, it's a learning experience because then you never know how people are going to react to the camera, which, and then, in turn, is a, a challenge for you in podcasting, you know, is just be like, all right, how can I maneuver and make this as comfortable, you know, without stepping on their toes, and, like, how can I break their shell, you know, and that was, and that one episode is definitely a big, like, a large learning curve, like, I re-watched it, I'm like, oh, damn, like, I could have done this better, could have done this better, but it, it was good, it was a challenge that was necessary at the time that I didn't know I needed, and Obviously, there's so much more, you know, every, you know, for, you know, thousands, millions of people out there in the world is, you know, there's definitely different ways to learn how to articulate your thoughts and have them do the same, you know, and get them comfortable, you know, because it's not easy, you know, it's especially when you're having them come to your studio and your energy. Like, I you I mean, I know you fully understand. It's just, it's trying to have them understand you're, you're basically um, trying to have them be your best friend, like, even though you just met, you know, it's like you because you, you try to be your most authentic open self of course so they can feel comfortable like oh okay i can be you know but it takes you know it takes time it's and that's why i've learned too is how to navigate through you know how people conversation. so it, it's a great learning experience i can't wait to see like who else like i'm gonna meet out there man it's it's pretty cool but like is that a problem you've had with by any chance like going like doing podcasts like, oh, like, what, what have challenges? i <laughs>
1: <laughs> have i it's it's there's what I've kind of come to realize is you're going to have good episodes. You're going to have bad episodes. Like it's just, it's going to happen. Like there's going to be people, it would be more shocking for what you're talking about is when you had someone reach out Mm -hmm. and then not talk. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've not experienced yet. I'd say most people who reach out, typically their episodes tend to be a little bit better sometimes because if you're reaching out, especially when you know the style of podcast that I do, you know it's going to be about you and you know you're going to be talking more. So I typically don't find that with people that reach out to me, but people I reach out to, sometimes it's going to happen. Sometimes you're going to have people that just like, like, whoa, this is, like, kind of an actual studio, like, yeah. what's going on here, they like, you see the lights,
0: are like, oh, fuck, the cameras, too, oh, damn, I didn't expect this, and <laughs> I think,
1: for me, I, I don't know if you have, kind of, implemented something like this for yourself, but, like, having a pre-interview during, like, like, the, say, like, the, I try to keep it within 30 minutes sometimes, like, I just haven't seen someone that long, and we'll talk for an hour before the podcast, and yeah. it happens, but I try to, like, be respectful of people's time to, like, not take up like four or five hours. But like mm-hmm. if someone wants to hang out four or five hours, I mean, yeah. if I have the time, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But warming them up a little bit, kind of talking a little bit. Usually in the past I would talk about uh maybe struggles in like past relationships or like um maybe I'm like looking to buy a house or talking about something that's relevant to my life that's happening. Yep. To let them know that this is like a comfortable space to share things. Mm-hmm. And in that process, usually people will start to open up and it's a way to kind of, you're trying to find a way to connect with that person and relate on some level. So when it's time to interview them, they feel like they can trust you almost because right. you have to earn their trust sometimes when you haven't met them. And obviously they're going to be nervous. Like almost every person I ever have on is somewhat nervous. People who've done content like yourself or or Wally, typically not nervous because you guys do content. So you just know what it's like. Or people who do any type of stuff on social media. If they post themselves a lot, usually they're more comfortable behind the microphone and the, and the camera. But for someone who's not, you have to keep that in mind and kind of work them into it a little bit. And sometimes you're going to talk more. Sometimes you're going to talk less. Sometimes it's going to be pretty equal. And like accepting that challenge is like, kind of like my favorite part of it is like, what kind of episode is this going to be? But I also let people know that like, you could, there's no such thing as talking too much. There's no such thing as talking too little. I I know how to balance either one. I encourage the talk more. I'm like, just jump in. Like just talk over me. Cause like I'll just fucking yap on for, for days. Cause like as a host, yeah. you don't want dead air. Exactly. Like, so you have to figure out a way to like fill up as much space without taking too much shine away from the person. So like that's sometimes hard when they're not giving as much. And I hate when it becomes a little bit more of an interview versus a conversation, but it's gonna happen.
0: So I would say, especially for first time podcast people, get on yeah, too.
1: I would say, I don't know if you do it, like, but sharing pieces of yourself or something that oh, you're 100%, going through,
0: like going, like you were saying, you know, that 30 minutes. It's funny, actually. I don't mean to like change direction <laughs> yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. but no, I just want to say, like, I, I started to do that now recently too, because again, like, even though I, you know, I'm a very, you know, I can break people's shells pretty easily, like getting them comfortable even during the podcast, but stuff. Like, it's definitely more lax though you know it's better to have them lax before you know you start because then like by the time i get them lax it's probably like halfway through the episode and then, then you start really getting like deeper into the stuff and i only do like an hour minimum because i don't expect anyone to watch any more than an hour so right? <laughs> but, it's, but um you know it, but then again i'm like honestly i thought it was actually pretty cool that they gave me feedback on was because there was one time they came early like 30 minutes early i was like oh shit i haven't even set up the mics or anything like that so they literally were just like watching me and like helping me set up the set and they're like honestly like I, i'm like it made me a lot more comfortable to see you just like set these up and like microphone because it just shows like you're just you know you're human like you're just like i don't know it's just like human i guess that human aspect of like it's not like you know I mean walking here where someone like first time be like oh shit like you got a fucking goddamn banner you got you know the cameras i think it's like holy you know, i mean i only got gopros and stuff like that so it's not like too crazy but like i think just seeing the process of you like building the studio like in front of them is like humbling and like relaxing to so like oh okay it's just now that's what they gave me that input that really opened my eyes too and like even i started just like all right i'll do it like start selling my shit 15 minutes and then like you know by the time they you know get there be chatting for a bit like 15 minutes like oh hey like how you doing i'm like oh you mind plugging that in for me blah 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 like all the shit you know and like they'll slowly start to open up too and they're like oh what got you into this and all that stuff so that's kind of like my way of like i think that helps when trying to like I guess butter up my guests and stuff like that get them used to it too. But it's awesome too like I can imagine like the people who've come on most of your guests I can imagine have been first time podcast like coming on podcast, right?
1: Yeah, most of most of them.
0: Yeah, so yeah. and um it's to hear their comments after though and be like wow, like that was a really like comfortable environment for you know like thank you. It's good cuz you know it's now it's going to open there avenue to make other connections like maybe get on more podcasts and then you know maybe they send you a recommendation oh like you know look at i got a person that'd be great for your podcast and all that stuff too so it's good to hear that like we have the capability as podcasters to get people to be their true selves because that's harder and harder to find nowadays for people to be themselves because they're so afraid of um not even just cancel culture i know that was a topic we talked about the first episode too but just you know society in general now with the internet we're so quick to just point fingers and be like oh like it, it a quote like it was just from a song, it's just like, yeah, you know, uh you make one mistake and they forget everything else you made, and like that that really is true, like you know it could be with family, it could be friends, it could be of course society, they always just look at your negatives, but it's well, we have to realize like yeah you know, we're we're- we're humans you know we're we're here to live a human experience like we're you're here to get wrongs and make, learn from those wrongs to become right, you know, and I think people I wish people would be more humbling of that,
1: yeah we're we're dynamic, there's a lot of different aspects to people, and like to judge people off specific events that happen in life that's like somewhat unfair like obviously some um actions are going to be worse than others that's yeah. just like that happens in life but i think us as like podcasters like focusing on the art i literally made an episode all about this like the art of communication yeah, yeah, like, i remember that episode. and like, that
0: was a great episode you guys gotta watch that one the art of communication if you you know just give it a watch <laughs> episode one two Oh shit uncle um
1: yeah i I do pretty good at remembering most yeah. episode numbers, like I have like this weird like visual like photography memory of just like when someone like right before I think when we sit down and like I hit record and everything, I like kind of flash back to like every person that's ever set set across to me, and like like what that actually means for me, and there's like a certain level of responsibility that I have to have to continue doing this and be respectful of everyone that I've ever interviewed. And for me, that's why like I've tried to remain neutral on a lot of my points. Like I don't like talking about certain topics because like I don't want to be a divisive podcast. I don't want to push people away. I don't want people to feel uncomfortable to come onto my show because my show is directed towards open up about your life, like opening up about mental health, talking about stuff that could ultimately benefit other people. And if I leaned political or if I leaned like into like a lot of like the gender stuff or I lean into like on any divisive topic, I could push away a whole audience of people that would be great guests to interview and like Mm -hmm. people that I might not relate on with certain stuff, but could teach me a lot about themselves and myself in the process. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's why I've kind of always tried to remain pretty neutral on a lot of topics because one, that's not the goal for my, for my conversation and two, I want to encourage more conversation with people because I remember um, I had a few weeks ago, my buddy, Johnny Costa came on for a repeat episode and he was like, he's like after that first episode that I did, he's like really made me think like that was like one of the longer conversations that I've ever had with someone in a long time. And a lot of people could probably relate to that. Like people aren't communicating the way they once did and to kind of just sit down, like, yes, we have a camera, and all the lights, and everything, it's recorded, we get that, but we're sitting down, we're not using our phones like that, and we're just having a human connection, and that's always been the the driving force of my podcast, and it seems like, for you as well, that's been, like, a huge part of Spawncast Podcast, is to be able to kind of talk to people about what they do, why they do it, and, like, then you mix in some other stuff too, because it's a conversation. Like we talked about video games. for the first 15 minutes of this, yeah, like it's it not, be- it's not so much like, and this is more, I guess for people that return on the podcast, it's not so much of like it, and like a whole line of what we need to say. It's it's a conversation. We'll go where the conversation takes us. And like, that's pure podcasting. I always think of like Joe Rogan as like my playbook is like, he just talks. They just talk about stuff. Yes. They go in probably with a certain agenda almost of what they want to talk about but they allow it to just breathe and be itself. And I think that's how things blossom is when you give it water, fresh air, sunlight, we're like plants almost. So if you let the conversation grow, it could turn into something really great and beautiful. Like it's like turning into right now. So it's like allowing it to kind of just be. So I imagine that's something you experience too. And especially going out there where you're not from originally talking, putting yourself in environments that you're, you're not like completely comfortable with in the sense of just like, not home like you grew up in this area like you didn't grow up down there so it's like just total change of pace and i think that's pretty cool and like putting yourself in those like shows like i saw you put in like different like like almost like concerts and stuff that oh, were kind yeah, of yeah, happening yeah, yeah. Like, vendors and yeah. all that stuff yeah that was the was vendors posters. and stuff what was that stuff like that shit was really dope
0: oh yeah so like yeah i guess this is the birth yeah this is a, so this is the birth of uh Spawncast podcast guys if you want um so yeah when i moved down man uh you know i was thinking about it. i was like oh you know start doing you know interview interview styles and stuff like that and it started off with episode one shout out to jcat uh episode one um he had a studio he because he's a sound engineer so he's like, oh, i have a studio if you want to rent it out and this was before i even uh bought the roadcaster so i was like oh, i want to start somewhere so fuck it I started doing you know i think it was the first fifth i think like around tw- 15 20 actually wait no actually i think by episode probably 12 is when i bought the roadcaster and then that's when I was like, you know, I want to start, like, making it, you know, spawn-cast spontaneous, go to random, uh, go to, bring the studio to people as well, you know, because I think, again, going back to our thing of how it's, and that's another great thing of giving flowers to you again, because it's a skill to have people come to you and break out of their shells and have that, you know, to, to bring people to be their most comforting selves you know originally
1: and, i used to go to people too Yeah, no, like, really that's, that's what i started as oh, and then okay. once i was once i got more equipment it came it, come, yeah. it comes harder oh hell yeah. yeah you can't
0: bring fucking all this shit especially to set up my god i can't yeah. imagine like it, that would just be so tedious too after a while and like you know uh, and that's why i'm like again appreciating the journey of me being able to just like all right you want like i actually have uh two podcasts like going back south like uh Shout out to the uh, Pink sweet box in Virginia. Uh, I'm gonna have her and that company on, so I'm gonna literally go to their restaurant. And that's the thing I think is cool too. That I want, now that I'm like been doing video is you get to actually see the environment of this individual. Like what, like this is like a part of them. You know, like their business or whatever it is. And you know, I mean, I've even had people like comment like, "Wow, it's really cool that." Uh, for example, uh, episode uh seventy six. Uh, see, I'm not very good with you like with numbers, but uh, shout out to Sunday Scoops, uh, Philip and Sibs great individuals you know they make homemade ice cream like from scratch beautiful things and like they were like oh i love that you were just in the su- like in the store and you can literally see the customers just walking by waving at him he's waving but you know it's just the the human aspect it's like you know nothing's perfect you know we're so like you know obviously technology like we're you know with editing photoshop everything it, especially social media my god it's like and that's something i've been going through mentally that's another story we can get to after in a bit but um it, you know it's a it's a falsehood. It's comparison. You know, it's comparison is a thief of joy. And that's something I have to keep reminding myself too. Like there's, these are people on, you know, social media, just posting that, you know, for that tension and, or, you know, their perfect life, even though, you know, everyone has their downs, you know, everyone has their ups, you know, not everything is depicted in, you know, they're they showing you what they want to in their life, you know, and that's what people have to remember. Like, you know, of course, you know, you have these, I'm not saying don't look up to people who know, like David Gogg and stuff like that, you know I mean? stuff like that. But like, I think just having that healthy balance to understand like they're, they're, you know, people are human too. They do, they might have their days and stuff like that, but it's understand like you're a part of the journey too. You're doing exactly what they're doing. It's just, they're publicizing it more.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, actually like the last several weeks I've been on like a huge unfollow spree. Really? Like, okay. Just like just different accounts. Like, and, um, I follow, a lot of it was like quote pages that I was using to inspire my TikTok stuff that I've kind of like, I mentioned off podcasts and on podcasts that I've taken, major steps back and not really just posting content and this will be kind of like our spin into like talking about social media and i've just been unfollowing like athletes like rappers like people uh, it's like like you said they're just people too and i'm like at the end of the day i don't really care what they're posting Mm -hmm. like it's not if they have something big news related i will see it on twitter i will see it on like the like the world stars like i will see The major stuff post. I don't need to be following these people like a like a true fan. Like I don't care to. I would rather follow people that I actually care about. Like these people don't care about me. I want to follow people that care about me and I can care about them. Like the mutual exchange almost. So, the last like several weeks, I've just been unfollowing mad accounts and like changing my whole like thought process around content in general. General, and I would say a lot of credit goes to like the relationship that I've been able to form, and it's just been a total change in mindset in the way that I look at things. Like I, I like was talking to you off air, it was like a lot of it was like attention seeking, like wanting the validation. And I'm very open about that with the content on TikTok and even just Instagram. Like if you don't admit on some level that you're looking for some sort of attention when you post, you're lying to yourself because that's half the reason that people will post. You could say some of it's for yourself. I'm not going to fully argue that point. But the fact that people like it is a dopamine hit. That they've already proven in several different studies that you can check. So when I look at social media now, I don't need the external validation because I'm good with what I got. I'm happy with where I'm at. And actually, this is kind of the happiest I've been in a really, really long time. And like my mindset with the podcast has become
0: I'm happy, more I'm happy pure. To that, man. Truly, like, I appreciate seriously. that. No, of course, man. Seriously, I'm really happy. And that's, a, you know, more people need to strive for that to find, like, of course, like, you know, to have the understanding of realization, like you said, like, you know, I'm looking for external, like, you have to start looking within, like, external things can, because if we keep, another thing I've, like, I, uh, was reading recently, it's like, um, it was like a Buddhist, you know, Buddhist like a uh, quote and stuff like that, but I, I'm going to butcher it, but if we continue to seek, you know, to always achieve this goal of continuously being happy, then we're always gonna, we're never gonna, we're we're never gonna reach that happiness in a sense of like you know life is chaotic. It's gonna always have its ups and downs, its left its rights, and stuff like that. But to if we can at least within have, find that balance of mental health and realize like, especially social media, like makes us like detach from like distracts us from actually taking the time to look within are so focused on you know what's this person doing what's this new what's the news what's the, and the thing is you know it's psychological of course like you know what i mean shout out to these fucking algorithms you know what i mean they're fucking good <laughs> you know facts they do their fucking job like but it's uh you know there's you know there's studies out there and and that i i've been you know working on too is cutting myself off of social media like only going to like post on like spawncast or like talk to you know guests obviously to book but it's just you have to notice it's just really affected like my my mental health as well like emotionally and like trying to i'm like i don't need this like i you know i find myself waking up and going to my phone and it's like well and again that's external external like love i'm trying to find like oh does someone like my poster someone like this like no nah, like it, there was actually a great podcast i'm gonna recommend to you too man literally like i'm not even gonna lie i brought tears to my eyes it was like a, i forget the guys the gentleman's name but uh he was just you know pointing out the the challenges that Ben faced nowadays, like there, there's no, like uh, there's no structure in their, They don't have structure in their life. They don't have like a routine, you know, like, and that sign that helps in the beginning with your mental, you know what I mean? Like with your workouts and how, you know, before the podcast, you're like, damn, like I just want to fucking work out. Cause it's, cause it, you know what I mean? It's a healthy fucking routine. And it's it's just again the routine to establish the structure that you have to follow. Because if we don't have like a routine to follow, it fucks with our brains. Like if it's just I don't know, like you know me starting to run more. I realize like if like it fucks with my mental. Like it, that's where I find my pieces is when I'm in the middle of a run, like, Oh you little fucking bitch, you better fucking push this, you son of a bitch. Yo, you're gonna just stop at fucking three and a half. Oh, well, you're already fucking close to four, bitch. You better fucking get you know what I mean? It's again having that challenge for ourselves that like, Pushing ourselves to do uncomfortable things. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of going on a rant. Kind of no, like you're good. <laughs> we call it
1: the Wally rant. Yeah, <laughs> the Wally rant. yeah. I hope sh- he listens to sh- this. It's a shirt. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just like ah, Wally <laughs> pulling through.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not, I want to go back to this. Um, have you ever watched the documentary Social Dilemma by any chance? Uh,
1: I want to see... I know it's of on it. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um... I want to say it did win because like this, it's a few years old at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, Joe yeah, you know, yeah. Rogan
0: talked about it a while yeah, back. Yeah, That's yeah, why. yeah, and, yeah. And, um, I did.
1: Re- I probably did, but it's been a couple years, so it's like not like super present in my mm-hmm. mind right now.
0: Yeah, but I watched it recently, man, and like you said, it's uh, it's so fascinating and how in like we know we, before again before we got on the podcast, we were talking about how you know society we know these things. Like for example, like the whole Epstein and all this shit. Like we know of these atrocities and crazy shit that happened, but we don't like. No, like we don't know how deep it goes like so going back to social media like oh we know we're being manipulated and shit but then you realize like how psychologically impact how impacts your life every day and even how like you react to certain things in your day-to-day or how you move and make your next actions you know and it's dude, it's, it's addicting, you know? And that's why I realized it myself. Like I, like I would sit on my phone and realize I'm just in that Instagram portal, you know, just constantly so I'm like, what the fuck am I even looking at? You know, like I, I like wake up. I'm like, oh, like what the fuck was I even scrolling for?
1: Yeah. That's part of the reason I've started unfollowing a lot of mm-hmm. these accounts. Cause I'm like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about this shit. Like, and especially as a guy and especially as someone who's been open about relationship struggles to have finally found, like feel like I found something that's, Fulfilling and loving and caring—it's completely changed the way that I've been like approaching a lot of my stuff. And I've always kind of been like deep down emotional lover boy. <laughs> like mm, I'll yeah, never lie about that. I love a boy. It's kind of always been there. But like obviously, when especially nowadays, the dating market has been so oh my god destroyed by just social media and dating apps in general.
0: Femin- the, feminism. You got fucking. There's uh, a lot of so shit. Many things, yeah, so many things. There's man. a lot
1: of shit that goes into that that culture in that's really messed up. That messed it up for pretty much everybody. But. Having something positive in my life that when I'm, I don't like to talk too much about my relationship on the podcast. I try to keep that private, but I'm not on my phone. Like neither of us will be on our phone. We are just focused about being in the moment. And like, that's something that I've always looked for. And to have that with someone is just so genuine. And like the positive effect of that has rolled into my own life. It's like, aside from just like that relationship within just work, I'm more appreciative of just like, being around certain people. I'm more appreciative of having a job. I'm appreciative of being able to do this podcast to interview people and taking a step back from the TikTok stuff. Like I will probably post eventually. Cause I mean, I have like 60 K on that account. I should probably yeah. do something with it, mm. but not posting sad breakup stuff. It's just not one. It's not good for a positive, healthy relationship yeah. to post that. Yeah. So like that was part of it. And it just wasn't fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Like it was addicting. Like you said, like social media is addicting and like the constant feeling of getting likes and views was addicting. And I talked about that before on separate episodes, but like that change for me has been like really noticeable. And like, even the way that like I approach my content and like, I don't care who listens. I want to just focus on having a good conversation with whoever I'm interviewing that week and trying to like allow them a space where they can talk about who they are and getting back towards the base root of why I started doing this in the first place. And that is like something I've really been proud of this year is like shifting from just like the content creator to more of just being a human, like a person talking to other people. And yeah, I still do the content. I still do podcasting like duh, but it's more getting back to what it was versus what it kind of was becoming. And I think, being able to like analyze that as you do it is a positive thing in content creation because you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have years that you're going to focus on other things versus other, like different like topics or different like editing styles, different camera angles, different microphones. Like there's so many things that you could change each year to year, but focusing on what you actually want to do with the content at the end of the day is the most important thing that you could possibly look at. So I think with what you're doing, I think you're approaching the things in a way that I would. So maybe again, a little bit of bias, yeah. but I think it's amazing. Like, cause I could tell that you're, you were always a conversationalist even before you're doing the podcast, when we talked, like it was just easy to have a conversation yeah. Yeah, with yeah. you. So like, I could see that translating really well in your podcast and like allowing people to just like talk about things. And I think that's always dope, man. I think, it's, with what you're doing is great
0: no Go thank ahead. you man and again you know, kudos to you flowers to you and your podcast man because we need more people to have these platforms because another thing I actually like listening to I was listening to uh, the PBD podcast yeah, I like Yo, that, dude, yeah great fucking content great individuals that they have on man like I recommend that podcast too I learned a lot from
1: based me. political stuff too I like that yeah. it's just no bullshit it's just like them talking about what it is and like that's why social media content creators and YouTubers and podcasters are becoming the new media.
0: Yes, exactly. That was what I was gonna say. Like, you, I mean, you ha- we. It's so funny how we give these news outlets such relevance in our lives, but in actuality, like, dude, like no, no one fucking watches news. And the only reason they see news stuff like from like CNN, Fox, and stuff like that is because of YouTube clips and stuff like that. You know, no one goes to cable anymore. Everything's internet. Everything's streamed. Like it, it's leaning more toward independent like independent artists stuff like that it's people are starting to be more diversified with their knowledge as well cuz they realize that you know there is a monopoly on knowledge there is a monopoly no i wouldn't say in a sense there is because you have censorship and shit like and shit like happening but i wouldn't say a monopoly on knowledge cuz you know mean we can just pull up our phone and search it up but even then it's like we do lack especially now with chat gpt and like all this technology now like what what's truly it's going to question, make us question a lot of things with just the, more of the knowledge that's being put out there. Like, is this really, there you go, is this bullshit? You know, is this, even like, uh, you know what's crazy is those um, deep fake edits, like their videos.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I
0: mean? You see like fucking ones of like, I don't know, Biden or even like Trump and Obama like playing Call of Duty or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like Trump, you can't do a 360 fucking no scopey bitch. He's like, Biden's like, watch me fucking punk, It's crazy dude. how it say, just like, like,
1: feels like it came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. like we knew this stuff was coming, but like it just like it's everywhere like like i see all the time right now it's like really big of like ai like making like the voice edits for music like drake songs were going viral and they're not even drake songs like Wait, what? you didn't see like all over I've tiktok i heard
0: about it but i didn't know if it was just like yeah, a, yeah. tiktok
1: was like there was like one specific like ai generated song of his but it wasn't him obviously yeah. it was like a voice edited
0: and it was actually good
1: it was going yeah it was going viral like Damn. and it's like Somewhat of that is kind of interesting where like say someone like juice world or say someone like super famous, like even like Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. with AI, they could possibly never die in terms of music. Is it ethical? Hell no. But like this opens up an entire new door because it's only going to get better. Like it's only going to get better at recognizing voice, copying human like infliction on words and stuff like that. So like, it could get very scary like you said and that's something I'm like, I hope they make some type of regulation because like this could get very sticky and very gross for a lot of people, especially artists. Like I feel very bad for them. Like luckily Drake's like super famous so like he could like kind of end that shit quick with a quick like cease and desist. But like someone who, someone like Juice World, Mm -hmm. like his entourage like or his team has to probably like defend him. Like like it just becomes harder and harder to do that. And like it's just so weird where this is like going. Like, I don't know if you have seen like the Snapchat AI and stuff
0: like that. Oh, like, the just, fucking robot. I, ha- I-, I
1: refuse to update my phone because I don't even, or update Snapchat because I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want that on my phone. Like, I just like the fact that people didn't have a choice for it. Yeah. That's even weirder to me.
0: Yeah, dude. Cause I was like bugging. I seen the update. I was like, all right, update. I didn't even see the chat thing. I was like, and I'm like, what the fuck? This chat AI is now on the top all the time. Like, fuck you. Like, I don't need you. Like, why am I going to like. <laughs> There's a way to
1: unpin it. I forget. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You can probably Google. I forget. I saw it on TikTok. Someone figured out how to unpin okay, it. Good. But you fuck can't, you can't delete it though, which is so weird. You could just unpin it. So it removes it from like the feed basically. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't even want that thing. on my thing. I see so many fucking people on Twitter sharing, like it, asking questions that it like incriminates itself basically. Mm-hmm. Like apparently it's not supposed to track your location. But then, if you ask for recommendations of like where you where to eat and stuff, it knows exactly where to send stuff. So it's like, how do you know that if you don't, if you're not supposed to know my location, how can you recommend places near me if you don't know my don't know my location? Like, they just catch it in lies, like every single time. So it's like it's weird how aware it could be or it could become. It's, just, it's scary. It's like. Technology grows where, where this goes.
0: And, and that's actually going back to you saying like how it copies voices like Drake. Actually, it's funny. The same, you know, PBB, I was listening to a, a commercial came on while I was listening on my run and it was like an AI that can do, um, it was something for podcasts. It was like doing fill-ins for like some shit, but it said it can even copy your own voice. I'm like, yo, so tell me you can have a whole podcast and it won't even be you. Like one day you can literally have like, I don't know, maybe like a, maybe a generated like version of me and then like you and just have it make its own conversation between us two from you know the knowledge of previous episodes or other, I mean, all your episodes and then all of my shit and then like make a formulated like conversation like, oh wow, they, they really made that episode again. We're like, no, 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 like and then you have to fucking find a lawsuit some who the fuck made this and shit. But
1: it's sketchy, it just becomes so unethical to me. Yeah. Like it's just like to do to continue. It's it's in terms of like science, super dope, but like in terms of just human nature. Super wrong to me, yeah. it's just like it's like I want to see this go, but I don't mm. like I don't know if you saw the thing recently where um I don't know if it's technically a i but photoshop is starting to incorporate some of this where the a i can be basically take your photo and do all the editing for you so like say you it's like a you have a picture of like a little astronaut this was like the example, and it like you could change it changed the background for you, just type in what you want basically, and it just changed the photo for you, so it's like it's scary because it could eliminate so many jobs for people too. 100%. So it's like, there's a lot of shit there that's like, oh, yeah, you I don't know if said- we're really ready for this. It's yeah. like, it's interesting.
0: It's going to be a huge uh, change in society. You know, it's, you know, like you said, even creatives are, you know, getting, you know, threatened with this AI technology. Actually, one of my friends, a uh, tattoo artist from uh, Florida, well, she told me like her acquaintance that she knows from New York, she worked for this, you know, uh... Graphics like you know, we're making like a show or something, and they you know told her to make a you know few frames with like this character or whatever, and then they had an AI just do the rest. I'm like, all right, it's fired her. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know, it's just, the, and that's the thing too. Like, once the robot has that knowledge of baseline, you know, shit, it's where can you go from there? You know, it's like, what's what's the point of creative artists if you're just gonna you know have a robot do everything? Now you you have robots making sc- movie scripts. You have robots fucking, you know, you have kids using you know using it for a make- uh, Essays for college, you know, it's like how how do you can how can you depict that between you know if it's real or not it's 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 going to question again a lot of the basic common sense knowledge of even people in the future you know people growing up and like oh tomatoes really made out of fucking you know well, fucking plastic I don't know it's a ram thing yeah like, yeah this is but it's definitely going to skew the skew a lot of people and like make us more hesitant on knowledge that is being put out there and stuff which i hope would wake people up to like dig more and do research on certain things but you never know some people just don't want to do that due diligence as well yeah
1: know? no coming a f- little bit full circuit would be it would be so kind con- of contrary to like the scariness is like if a game like i saw possible rumors of games like this doing that but like gta 6 making their npcs with ai so like they oh. they have reactions and stuff basically so like it's more of a world versus just an actual NPC like they could react to stuff imagine that like you punch a random NPC but they remember that next time you come across and they could still punch you or yeah. something like that would make the game so much more interactive and stuff like that it's like this could be really cool and mm. exciting but then it's like stuff like you were just mentioning like taking away jobs in terms of art it's really gonna hurt artists like mm. creatives basically because like if uh ai computer basically could do it faster Mm -hmm. cheaper businesses are always going to go with that it's just been the model of capitalism for so long so it's Mm -hmm. scary that there's a chance that this technology can really take over and who knows we'll see what the future holds but we are getting towards the end of the podcast let me drop this one thing okay i I was gonna 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 give you
0: it's a great topic uh no the the, the gta thing that is pretty scary though as well because now that enters us into the world of like uh I forget the name of the movie, where it's like, you know, people just uh, game over.
1: I think or- it was The Sims that they were talking about this, which is even scarier, the fact yeah. that they could give, like, conscious, like, thought to The Sims, mm-hmm. so, like, they know what we're doing, to, like, you're, like, the creator, yeah. but, like, you're doing stuff to them, and they're aware of it, or, like, it's just, like, I think it was The Sims, I think they're working on, like, AI in The Sims, which would be
0: god damn it. and then like hopefully and then not hopefully but it's like then they'll do vr and then people want to just stay in that world because it's so much a better reality and then that's a whole yeah. other fucking crazy gaming could
1: be god. really cool though
0: <laughs> yeah Oh my god those better play
1: ready, wow, ready player one coming no, that's coming up yo
0: my god that would be imagine you do an episode on a fucking sims like episode like a v you're in a vr It's like doing a podcast like same setting dude everything. imagine
1: being like you're saying in vr in like a like a virtual place, like you said, doing a pod, like say where we meet in a virtual world and do a virtual podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like that's Sorry, man, the
0: internet traffic was crazy, man. It took me a bit to <laughs> get <gay hairs> here. <laughs> that it, sounds kind of cool.
1: Brother. That'd be kind of cool, like if we could eventually get that technology. Scary, but like
0: one day, man, shit. It's you know, what I mean, seeing how much we've advanced now, just from our you know childhoods, like now seeing like fucking the first iPhone oh, yeah. to now, dude. I wouldn't be surprised within like we're forties or. Shit, like could be sooner. You never fucking know.
1: And I think they just FDA just passed a, uh, Neuralink basically, so they can start doing human trials basically, and that opens a crazy fucking door. Terminator. (laughs) It could be. I mean, if AI is as smart as this, I mean, it it could possibly make us even smarter. But if I don't know, there's just so much. Like you put that in a human, the people who don't have it are gonna be at such a disadvantage. Like least mentally speaking in terms of thoughts and like being able to access knowledge but like we don't know the health benefits of what or the health consequences of putting that into someone's brain
0: like yeah.
1: we don't even fucking know but like i said i want to start wrapping this stuff up yep. tying tying the knots and the stuff um it's been a great great podcast yeah, we've gone on so it, man. many different things so many great talking points i want to give you kind of the floor to kind of like say your piece with stuff plug your stuff like Anything that you kind of like, kind of want to wrap stuff up, whether you want to leave a little motivational or just plug your stuff, whatever you. you want to do.
0: Um I'm going to start with this plugins guys. Uh, this is Elijah, the spawn cast podcast. Uh, follow me on all streaming platforms, Apple, Amazon, Google, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, I don't know if it's on SoundCloud actually. Well, I do have my rapper EHD on SoundCloud. That's like a sh- sh- super secret. <laughs> but, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Spotify. Fuck Cam- cast box. That's where the other one, but yeah, all those streaming platforms. I have a YouTube and a rumble, uh, spawncast podcast. If you want to see the videos and I want to, oh, in my artwork, if you want to, you know, see my art, uh, D dot E dot art 47 on Instagram, that's D dot E dot art 47. And, uh, I just want to leave a thing. Cause it's not actually like, again, going through like emotions and realizing like, but we're, we're very hard on ourselves. And I want you guys to understand, uh, the emotions that you think people perceive onto you is not what you perceive is not it's I used to think a lot of people would look at me as a failure and all these things and I realized those are just the ideas that come through my head and I'm perceiving these thoughts onto other people so don't don't put yourself down you know once you see yourself going through that negative path just switch it up and you're doing great love yourself and what was it oh yeah do the best you can for yourselves and the communities around you, because you know why you fucking deserve it. And that's it, man. Thank you again so much, Carol. I appreciate it. It's awesome. Guy.
1: It's always a great time to have you on the podcast, and I look forward to our our next episode, man. It's Fuck always, yeah, it's man. Always get it. you on the
0: podcast next time. maybe yeah, if you come yeah. to Virginia.
1: Hell yeah, yeah. Indeed. Could we, we could plan something like that? Get 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 um fucking why am I blanking? Wally and Geo do a little road trip or something. Try to come
0: up there. Yeah, no, dude. Could plan something. Well, I was gonna say we're in group chats. We'll figure. Yeah, we'll figure down, something
1: man. out. But. If you guys uh, listen to the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, like, uh, share with your friends, share with your family, share with your grandma. Check it out at thecarolconnection.simplecast.com. Also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the major platforms. If you'd like to watch your podcast, check it out on YouTube. Search The Carol Connection or at Jared M. Carroll. And if you want to be a guest or return as a guest, hit me up on Instagram at Jared M. Carroll or at The Carol Connection. Till next time, guys, peace. <music>